Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 70th, yay! We're closer to the 100th every time <laughs> episode of DST. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Thea's Tea. I'm your host, Thea, and I am so glad that you joined me today by clicking on this episode. So let's start off with the tea talk. Okay, so for this tea, I am really taking it back to when I first started my podcast because I would drink these guys all the time. They're basically like these little cubes that are the tea and they come with sugar and everything. It's like a sugar cube and you just like put hot water on it and it dissolves and it's tea and you don't have like a tea bag or anything like that so it's really convenient it feels like a safe (laughs) drink because i would have these a lot when i was younger and it was always like a secure space tea is always like my safety escape but especially this one and as for the mug is also like a really comforting mug basically i got this when in december i went to visit my dad where he lives in cozumel which is an island in mexico in front of cancun and he works there in a hotel and so we got like some mugs from the gift shop and they are these black mugs and they have carvings of like fishes i guess like i don't even know what like an animals of that (laughs) yeah like local animals so yeah actually fun fact it's my dad's birthday today (laughs) as i'm recording this so yeah you know we're honoring him with this mug it was totally unintentional (laughs) so if you want to get a snippet of that be sure to head over to the instagram at dasty podcast it's a really fun space i'm gonna share some quotes from this week's episode and you know i'm pretty active on there so be sure to check it out As for my actual setup, so it is a Friday night, it's currently 7.32pm, and I am sitting in my desk, my room is kind of messy, (laughs) if I'm honest with you, and I am kind of a mess, you know, it's really hot, so I'm literally wearing like shorts and a bra, I put on a sweater for the picture that I just took, but otherwise, like, this is a real, like, candid recording setup, (laughs) you gotta do what you gotta do. It feels like I haven't recorded in ages because last week's episode was a guest interview and I had like pre-recorded that and I didn't have time to record last week. So it feels like a long time since I've talked to you guys. (laughs) So let me share a little life update with you guys. So the first thing is that my life has really revolved around standardized testing recently. I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I took the SAT. And I got my score back. I'm going to go ahead and share it with you guys. I want to be nice and transparent. I got a 1360 and my goal was a 1400. So I was a little bit upset with that. Nonetheless, it was still 95th percentile. So in my heart, I know that it's a pretty good score. (laughs) And I'm just really grateful that this year is test optional. So that depending on the schools I am applying to, I can decide whether or not it's like convenient for me to submit that. But I talked about it a little bit uh, like throughout the podcast over the past couple of months, but the SAT was a really big part of my life and I spent like so much energy devoted to that, so much time preparing and everything. So I'm really glad that I like lived that process and whatever I may say, like I guess I'm proud of myself deep down and I think it is a huge accomplishment to have come this far, you know, given like my circumstances and everything. So I'm happy with that. And also, I've been like living parallel to that 
the standardized testing here in Colombia, like the national standardized test, is called the ICFES or the Pruebas Saber, which means like test, and it's called like, like knowledge. Wow, so original. My school is literally called the teaching. Like, <laughs> anyways, um, so the preparation for that is a little bit different. We have school every Saturday in order to like go deeper in the knowledge to like prepare for that better but we take like three practice tests throughout the year because each practice test is like nine hours long so we do it over the course of two days anyways so i took the first one this year like yeah the first one that i've taken this year because we take the test in like september so i took the first one yesterday and today and i got my scores back and i was really happy with that it's out of 500 and i got a 409 which is equivalent to 100th percentile and it was the second highest score in like my school i nearly got first place but i got second place and i'm really happy with that i have been aiming for a 400 ever since one day like my statistics teacher said that for her a good score on that test was anything above 400 and i achieved it so i'm really happy this obviously doesn't mean that i'm gonna like let down my guard or whatever but it definitely is like really motivating for me to keep on studying and preparing and to just feel like I'm kind of reaping the rewards of like all the hard work during these years because i did not feel like that the last time i took it it definitely went up like a handful of points so yeah that was a really positive experience that i'm happy with and yeah it just like fixes your mood you know when you receive like these types of good news and i know that you know this is like instant gratification and after this i'm just going to be moving on to the next goal or whatever but i feel like it's nice to savor and to celebrate these little milestones Another thing that I want to talk about in this life update is that I really feel like recently I have been grasping my future and just like getting a better hold of it precisely because, you know, I'm like moving forward in the whole standardized testing aspect so I can like dabble in other things. So I've been looking into doing what we call here in Colombia is a pasantia. So it's basically like when you're in your last two years of school, you can enroll in a college class of the major that you're interested in and you can explore it and you can get graded in it and you can, you know, like go to the classes on the campus, have teachers with the have classes with the professors and be like in classes of college students. I guess it's kind of similar to like APs in the US, but we don't necessarily have that. We have this like pasantia program, which is what we call it. Pasantia kind of translates to internship, but it's not quite the same. So I've been looking into that and I'm considering majoring in physics. So I've been looking at some different universities here and just like comparing the programs that they offer and figuring out what I want to do. And I feel like I have made a choice. I have made a choice and I'm really happy with it. So I'm going to be like signing up over the next few days and then in july i start it and it goes all the way through november it's like three hours weekly and you get graded and everything so i am really really excited about that it says that it can be like you know like a hybrid model like in person and virtual even if i do get some classes in person that would be so cool but like realistically it'll probably all be virtual even so like it's gonna be an amazing experience and i'm really excited for that so that's been fun i've also been moving forward in like my college application essays i you know kind of like had that on pause because i was focusing on the sat but now i have you know like gotten over the fear of that because for me <laughs> writing is very scary and overwhelming so i finally put myself like in front of my computer and just typed away even if it wasn't good i just got in the exercise and like in the habit of writing things because you gotta do bad things before you like you gotta write bad things before you write good things it's all part of the process so just you know like 
pushing forward with that and brainstorming ideas and like getting familiar with the prompts and you know thinking about them more and in general i just feel like i've been seeking out ways to improve my application not gonna lie over the past few weeks i received like a couple of hits in that sense you know things i was like counting on that didn't work out to make my applications seem stronger but even though i did you know like get upset over that for a while i feel like i'm finally moving forward and finding like alternatives and different things that i can try out so that is just making me feel like more confident and excited which is obviously a huge plus in terms of my future and you know for the last aspect i want to touch on this life update which isn't so like academic <laughs> i want to talk to you guys about returning to normal life so a couple of weeks ago i talked about like in the last episode i did solo before the guest episode last week um i mentioned that like the upcoming week i was going to go back to school and effectively i did go back to school and as an 11th grader aka a senior i am going all the time the other like grades in the school are going one week yes one week no and so on but we are going all the time and it is such an amazing experience i've said it before and i will say it again i love in-person school i feel like it is the absolute best i get excited to go to school every single day and it feels amazing and the excitement post-covid has not worn off and i don't think it will anytime soon i love my class i am literally like it's goals <laughs> because the entire class is like a huge friend group literally we like a good portion of us eat together in breaks you know that's just like the friendship group we've become so it's so exciting for me you know we have one day a week where we can go in clothes so the other day we all you know organized everything and we all came dressed up as famous people so it was hilarious and we do a bunch of like fun things like that and it's really exciting for me i love it there and also that means we're doing in-paper exams, which I know for many people is a nightmare, but for me, it is what I have been waiting for this whole time. I love taking exams on paper. I feel like I can showcase my abilities so much better, even in like math subjects where, you know, I can write it down the process and the teacher can know like how I'm thinking, but also in like multiple choice. I love being able to scribble on the answers and, you know, like um cross things out and then ex and then like add little notes why i think this is the correct answer even if the teacher won't look at it though i kind of wish she did <laughs> it's it gives me more confidence in answering the questions in a way that just taking a box virtually like doesn't do so that has been beneficial for me on so many levels and also i'm really glad to feel like my social life is kind of reactivating i have such a fun day planned for tomorrow after saturday classes i'm gonna go get lunch with my friends because medellin the city i live in is currently having like a food festival so we're gonna try that out and then we're gonna go to a friend's house and get ready because later we're gonna go to another friend's house and it's gonna be kind of like a little party um with some of her other friends and i'm really looking forward to that it's just gonna be like a fun day and it's been a while since you know i had like consistently fun days like that and i could socialize so yeah i'm really excited for like how my life is looking and i wanted to share a little update on all of that with you guys all right so let's get into this week's topic as you can read in the title we're going to be talking about fake people and fake friends so fun fact actually for this week i had no idea 
my mom just slid a note underneath my door. <laughs> um, so yeah, basically I had no idea what I wanted to talk about. I know I say that like every week, but it's true. I just get like these divine illuminations to record. But this week, literally, I did not know what I was going to talk about. And I was planning the episode and I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. And I literally just like planned like everything around the topic until I was like, okay, I need to decide. And it was really funny because I started planning like around and then I had a call and then I finished planning and then I was like, because something that happened on my call related to one of the elements that I had on my list of ideas. So I was like, okay, it's time to talk about this. So basically, um, we were on this call, right, with some friends, okay? And one of the friends left the call because she was busy right okay (laughs) i just i don't know how to word this i don't want to get canceled um but basically okay like the girl did not leave the call the host kicked her out of the call (laughs) because like i don't know what happened but we had basically like finished what we had gotten together to talk about and she was busy in something else and she did something that like the host didn't like so host basically kicked her out and mind you like the girl who was kicked out and the host are like best friends um so um after that you know we just got like talking and we're all gonna like do something soon like together so we were talking about what had happened and this girl was like voicing her concerns for when we were gonna get together and they were related to the girl who she had just kicked out of the meeting and something that was like going on in her life and everything so long story short short (laughs) short (laughs) we ended up like spilling the tea on this girl and gossiping there's no other way to say it we were gossiping about her and this girl who was her best friend who is her best friend you know was telling us like everything that she had told her um that the girl had told her right um and you know like reading the conversation and just telling us you know like what her situation was and we were all like chiming in mind you i'm not above this i was also like you know saying my thoughts on that and everything and i know it was like out of place i know this is not the best thing but um that's what brings us here today (laughs) i'm honestly surprised i hadn't done an episode like this before because i feel like it's such a basic topic but not in the sense that it's like you know like overly discussed it's just like a really good go-to topic um and i hadn't really talked about it yet and i feel like it is much needed i feel like it's one of those episodes that i just need to do and i think i can provide like a pretty interesting perspective because as a teenager you are surrounded by a lot of hypocrisy like the example i just mentioned there are there's probably like a different thing i live every day involving fake people like it's really common and i hate to generalize this way but i feel like a lot of people think this way i go to a private catholic all-girls school so i think you can like imagine the environment some people would say it's toxic i've been here for like the past five and a half years so i kind of gotten used to it and i don't know if it really is that toxic or if i've just gotten used to it but the point is that there is definitely a lot of drama that goes down between girls and between people who are supposedly friends um but i think that even if we are fake and everything we still are friends deep down it's kind of like a gossip girl situation (laughs) mind you i have definitely shed many a tear over this whole like fake people situation but i feel like i'm at a better place 
and now hear me out. I'm going to be sharing some stories of my past later on. And I feel like if these things were to happen to me now, I would not take them as hard as I did back then. That's not to say that I'm like in a totally good place with this, that I'm totally above like being fake or anything, because I am definitely not. But I do feel like I have a more chill, like, perspective to share about it because it doesn't like rattle me as much i guess and you know planning this episode i realized that everything i had written was revolving specifically around like people who talk badly about another person and i realized that like that's not the only form of fake people or hypocrisy but i do want to like center more on it in this episode because i feel like that's just the most widespread version and it's the one i have most experience with so that little distinction honestly i just feel like this episode is going to be really juicy it's literally going to be the diary of a teenage girl i just told you guys like one story and there are many more to come about this so if you want to indulge in something that's probably like not the most morally correct then this is the episode for you (laughs) and i just really hope that i make it clear that like i am not trying to like be above anybody with this episode because i'm gonna talk about like bad things i'm gonna say things that probably aren't good (laughs) um but i feel like i don't know they're kind of imperfections yeah they're imperfections and i don't want to come on this podcast and like preach perfection and tell you guys like how you should act, how you should behave, what you should do. I also kind of want to embrace and talk about the things that I do that aren't entirely good. So that's kind of like the different take I have for this episode. So for the structure, we are basically going to be talking about first, how fake people are not your friends, except when they are, how to navigate all of that, and the art of indulging. I'm excited for this. Let's get started. Fake people are not your friends, except when they are. Yes, I got this from my mama. My mom has told me this repeatedly. And I think I didn't properly believe her until I'd say like a couple of months ago, honestly. Time after time, I would tell my mom about like how this girl had bashed like this other girl who was supposedly her friend and how we had all like talked badly about her and blah, blah, blah and everything. And my mom would always warn me that I could not trust these types of people. But deep down, I was pretty naive because I thought, no, 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 like, I'm different, you know, like, I'm this person's true friend, this person would never turn on me, this person would never, you know, like, talk badly about me, no, 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 that is impossible. And then a couple of situations kind of showed me that that was not the case, that I did not have, like, a savior, like, a protection or anything, that I was basically, like, not immune from this, and, you know, that, like, the universe didn't distinguish the type of people that would be victims of this i don't know like yeah um (laughs) and then that like that was a wake-up call and it changed the way i behave around this and it basically made me realize that fake people cannot be trusted i know the statement fake people are not your friends can seem kind of harsh and later i'm going to be talking about how like you can still like carry a good friendship with somebody even if you're fake (laughs) um but yeah i feel like this just really goes more in the sense of like they're not true deep friends that you can trust with your life because they can probably betray you and that's the important thing to remember so i guess the fact is and you know like this is the hard pill to swallow if they're talking about somebody else behind their back with you they're most 
definitely backstabbing you at other times. I'm sorry, there is no way to sugarcoat it. <laughs> you ain't special, okay? You are not saved. You are not immune. You cannot escape this. Like, again, like, I would tell myself the narrative that, you know, even though I was talking, like, bad about, like, so many people with a specific person, that I was, like, special, that I was, like, her number one, and that, like, she wouldn't do that with other people about me and blah 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 but if you ever find yourself in this situation and if you find yourself like telling yourself these things just like question you know like you're a really imperfect person okay i everybody's an imperfect person i am too like this is what i would tell myself if i was in that situation again oh my god my glasses are so dirty um (laughs) like you're a really imperfect person too and if it's so easy for you to spot these imperfections in the people around you then it's just as easy for them to be spotted in you and like just tell me like what reason would this person have to not talk badly about you like what reason like there's literally nothing that's stopping them and if it's so easy for them to do it about somebody else then why wouldn't they do it with you it's just like there's no proper reason however close you may think you are like that's not a valid reason because you can still piss them off like involuntarily just by you know like some small like habits you may have that's a reason people can like talk badly of other people you know like let me tell you the things i have seen you know like friends getting together and talking like destroying like tearing apart the one girl who couldn't come that day you know it's just like and i know i'm talking about something that's terrible and i'm just like normalizing it and whatever (laughs) but i just feel like that's the world we live in you know and i'm gonna talk about like how how much people like benefit from talking badly about others but my point is like nobody's saved you know like you can be a really good person you can have helped this person several times or whatever but sometimes we only see people like in certain moments for the bad things or the things about them that annoy us and we just need to get all of that off our chest and that is a decision we make in that moment with whoever is with us at that time and we are merciless and we don't look back on that (laughs) um so now i want to share like some stories of when i feel like i was dramatically backstabbed so the first one was i would say like probably like three years ago right so in this time of my life i was really close with a girl who was going through a very tough situation in terms of like her sexual identity and all of that and she confided in me to like share like her story and everything and her progress and what was happening and just like to have me as an outlet and i felt really special with that and i guided her for like a long time and i helped her and i gave her advice and overall i think i did a good job and then we started to kind of drift apart and she found like another person who she confided in a lot and at first I felt a little bit jealous, but it was like, okay, my time, like my role here has probably elapsed, you know, I'm like moving on to different things and maybe she wants like another person to help her the way I did. And I kind of felt like, like my time there, like my role had finished, you know? So yeah, you know, this girl didn't really like her that much, like this new girl she was with, like she was telling her stuff too. I didn't really like her that much, but there wasn't like anything that happened. And then one day, I don't know how I heard her say this. I think somebody probably told me, but she said again, like the new replacement, let's call her that. (laughs) She was basically saying that she thought 
that I was a person who led others to take bad decisions. And I was completely stunned by this. So the first thing that came to my mind was the whole situation with the girl that I had been helping and that she was now helping. And I thought back to like our whole like journey together. And I remembered one day where she was like, she had a bit of an impulse and she was like, I really want to do this thing. I feel like I won't be able to move on if I don't do this thing. You know, it, it was a really big risk, but I was like, okay, if you feel like that's what you need for closure and a like go for it you know it's better to try and fail than to like have that doubt for the rest of your life so i told her to go for it even though it was a bit of a risk so i'm thinking that this girl based herself like on this story to make that assumption off me um and that really hurt me because you know i just thought back to this time that i was helping this girl and mind you i don't know how she found out i don't know if the girl like told her or if i'm totally like making a wrong like you know justification for why she said this but i felt really hurt and like really full of shame because i felt that i had genuinely tried to help my friend through her situation and that i felt like that i had tried to guide her in the best way possible and i can be many things but i would never consider myself a bad influence upon my friends i feel like i always try to guide them in the right way like i'm a one on the enneagram like i'm the person who seeks good and the person who seeks justice and who's really critical on herself and who's really judgmental for those around her so if anything i feel like i would push those around me to do like good decisions and maybe not even in the best way maybe just like out of peer pressure i would push them to make the good decisions but all of that just goes to show how i felt like i was a person who wouldn't do that so it really hurt me to just like hear this girl say this behind my back and find out this way and then have her like every day like be she's like the type of person who's like overly sweet you know where up to the point where it's like sticky where she says like where she calls everybody like beautiful and this and that and she's like super nice to everybody to their face but in that moment i realized that she was probably really mean about everybody behind their backs so that was one situation that really opened my eyes and then another one was i was with a girl who i considered to be my best friend at the time and after the story, it's not like we thought we broke up being best friends. We just like drifted apart, but we're pretty close again. Um, but yeah, like anyways, at this time, I considered her to be like my number one. But I knew that she was really popular and I knew that she had many other friends. And, you know, people like she was friends with people that I wasn't close with whatever one night we were at a party. OK, we were at a party and we were sitting together and we had talked like the whole night and i don't remember how we got to the topic but she basically told me about like how there was this group of people in our school okay the group of friends that she was close to that i wasn't that you know like really didn't like me you know that were upset that i had gone to the school that they were studying in and that after such a little time you know i was already like every teacher's favorites and they after studying so much time there you know didn't have like the recognitions that i had and a bunch of other things and she told me all of this because she was in that conversation okay and what hurt me was that i was like well you know like what did you say and her answer showed me that she didn't really come to my rescue and she didn't really stand up for me at all and that was disappointing because i thought you know she was like on my side and i thought that she would stand up for me you know in front of these people even if i wasn't there to see it but instead i kind of got the impression that she followed along with them and that she talked badly behind my back with these people even though i thought we were close and even though i thought i was safe from that so that really like hit me i cried so much after that it was really upsetting 
not only because you know i felt like this best friend had betrayed me but also because i was like there are all these people that do not like me so it was really upsetting and isolating but i feel like that experience ultimately made me stronger because it's what showed me that you can't really trust people who are fake and you can still like survive with them and you can still like be around them but you just can't confide in them and you just can't tell them these secret like special deep personal things if you don't want them to be div- like further divulgated and if they can sure like they can tell you but at the end of the day like what's their word worth <laughs> you know what i mean after everything they've done like do you really want to take that as an accurate measure of what they're capable of i wouldn't nonetheless like you can still interact with these people safely if you know how and this takes trial and error and really getting to know these people and i was literally gonna say like enemies they're not your enemies at all but you just gotta know that you'll be fine as long as you don't like put too much of yourself towards them as long as you don't share too much about yourself and as long as you don't like place your worth on these relationships you know because these types of friendships can be really fun and they can have like a lot of adrenaline but they can easily shoot you down as well it's a really slippery slope so you got to learn to kind of detach yourself from them and be able to like have fun experiences with them but remember that these aren't the connections that should be the motors in your life you know they shouldn't be the friendships that you rely the most on and that you feel like you're investing the most into because they are not the ones that are going to give you the most i feel like that's something important to recognize and again like in this episode i'm just talking about people who kind of go behind other people's backs and talk about them but there are definitely fake people like hypocrites that are much more dangerous you know that can manipulate you that can lead you to doing one thing and then tell everybody else another thing and i think that in these cases you gotta run i'm not telling you to figure out how to leave with these how to live with these people because i think there's no salvaging this one this is like next level concerning and luckily i don't have experience with this like to my knowledge (laughs) um but i would say that these types of people are like a whole other like case and i would not like justify like finding a way to keep them in your life and like finding a way to learn to interact with them because i feel like this is genuinely scary so make sure you know how to make that distinction and you do what feels best for you (laughs) you're probably wondering oh my gosh that that sounds so complex so what do i do how do i deal with these things I would say that first of all, you have to be weary. You have to keep your guard up. I would not recommend oversharing with these people. And this is complicated because a lot of the time, if you have been like bashing on somebody for hours on end, you feel like there's a really strong connection forming and you feel like you can trust these people that you've connected and you feel like the time is right. You know that this is the time to be honest and that you can trust them and you're considering telling them a really important thing about yourself, right? But this is when I tell you to stop, to hold your tongue, to not do that. Because if you do, you will be giving them a position of power. And even though these people won't be like blackmailing you or anything, you'll kind of like always have the doubt of what they did with that information. And, you know, all facts point to the point to the idea that they may have like betrayed you with that information and they may have shared it with other people. Basically, like information is power and with fake people that's extremely dangerous and you need to remember this at all times because any like thing like personal story you tell them they now can put in their little toolkit box for the future and if one day they're feeling particularly angry at you or just pissed then they can resort to that toolkit 
and use it against you and you'll probably never know but a bunch of people will know and will think of you differently so that is scary (laughs) and that's why i'm reminding you to be wary and to keep your guard up so the situation i'm trying to depict is when you're surrounded by people where you know they're like talking badly about someone okay and i just realized Uh, that i'm framing this as like everybody is fake and you're the like innocent doe but if you're in this situation and depending on how you behave you can also enter like the fake category i think we're all fake people (laughs) to a certain extent um but yeah you're in this place where they're all talking badly okay and i feel like this is a really tricky situation because um probably like the best thing like the most ethical thing to do is to call them out for it and to tell them to like stop doing that that it's like not good you know like how would you feel if we were doing this about you like whatever (laughs) um and yeah i think that's the most uh, the most ethical option i admire people who are able to do this but the way i think of it is maybe by doing this you get on these people's like bad side and you give them a reason in the future to maybe do like that about you and again like that kind of makes it sound like we are living slaves to fake people and in that case you know like wouldn't it be better to just cut them out of your life completely and not have to deal with it probably that's one thing to analyze but also like you don't need to worry that much because i feel like fake people will find something bad to say about you even if you have been a literal angel to them like at the end of the day you know it doesn't really matter because they're going to talk badly about you regardless and i feel like the other option in this situation is to like not tell them anything and to just like listen to the conversation but don't add on to the conversation you know don't like add gasoline to it you know what i mean and i feel like that's probably like a safer option because you you won't be like putting yourself in a like vulnerable situation where you could get like you know attacked (laughs) which sounds a bit dramatic um but i feel like yeah you know just like listening like nodding along maybe adding things like inside your head maybe making like the like random like a commentary here and there but like morally like it would probably be better if you just like stayed quiet you know like instead of adding on stories and telling them oh my god yeah i imagine like this time this girl did this you know i feel like that makes you a more active member in it where you can kind of get away with being a bit passive and here's where i think like i don't know what it is about it but ever since i've been little i've always felt like so much satisfaction when talking badly about someone like it's oddly liberating and we're gonna dive in a little bit deeper in that like later on but it's something that you know like you know is wrong but it feels so right when you do it you know and it's just recording this episode i feel kind of ashamed of myself because i'm like i don't want to be preaching bad things on thea's tea i don't want to be influencing people to do bad things and i feel like that's kind of what i'm doing with this episode And a part of me is saying, like, you used to be better at handling this, you know, like, three years ago, like, I was able to put a stop to conversations when people were talking badly about it, you know, like, I was the person who would say, let's not do this without them here. I was able to tell people, like, would you say this to their face? No, then let's not do it behind their back, you know? I I was so much, like, more morally rooted in that sense and i'm just confused like like what happened to me like why am i taking this stance now is it because of the people i've surrounded myself with like i feel like i've been corrupted basically and i don't know how to feel about that um but yeah i feel like that's an important reflection to make and i just feel like uh, i don't know i feel like this is kind of 
an inevitable stage of like being a teenager i don't know i feel like we've all like been through it and maybe after this episode i'll have like a newfound perspective and maybe i'll be more inclined to be that correct person the person that's able to tell people let's not do this but again like it's so satisfying it's so indulging it's so it just feels so good when you're getting these things off your chest when you've had like a negative experience with the person that you've been keeping to yourself and you realize that other people relate to it and other people have had the same negative experience with the same person and that you're not exaggerating in in your head it feels kind of validating even I don't know, I feel like this is a really tricky concept to analyze and now I understand why I didn't do it before and I feel like this was the time for me to do it because if I had done it before, I would have tried to like had a more like idealistic view but I think it's important to be realistic about it because I know that at least one person out there understands what I'm talking about because we're not above this, we're not better than this. I think that when you're like submerged in a situation of people talking badly about somebody else, the key factor to remember here is humility. When you're in the middle of a cloud of a bunch of people, you know, saying mean things about somebody, just remind yourself that you have just as many flaws as the person you're tearing apart, okay? You are just as imperfect as them. And you can't forget that, you know? You you are not above this person. You are not immune to people talking badly about you in the future. Heck, like, we're all human beings and just because you currently have like this situation of like this position of power doesn't mean that you're going to be invincible forever like in another point you are going to be vulnerable and people are going to be tearing you apart so like enjoy the moment or whatever i guess but remember that you know this sweet taste isn't going to last forever just don't get too cocky about it now because it can come back and bite you in the butt later one time when i was like eight i had like a friendship group (laughs) and we one day were talking bad it was like four of us i think and we were talking badly of one girl and it was like a really bad thing like it was a superficial thing that she had no control over but we were like tearing her apart for that and i was like i trusted these girls like we all pitched in the conversation we all said mean things and then a couple of weeks later this girl walks up to me like the girl we were talking badly about and confronts me about it and i was like but there like there were three more there were two more of us in the conversation you know like and like obviously one of them had snitched to this girl and it was devastating because she was clearly so hurt and so upset and i felt so guilty like you'd think that would be enough to change me you know (laughs) Um, but she was so guilty of like what we had said and i felt so bad in that moment and i also felt like betrayed by these girls you know like i i didn't even start the conversation one of them snitched (laughs) and you know she like dragged me down it's okay like it's my fault like i took voluntarily in that conversation but my point is it was a traumatic experience and it can come back and bite you in the butt like you need to think of the consequences when you're doing this sure it can feel like really liberating right now but in the future it's gonna like weigh on your conscience conscious conscience (laughs) and maybe you can like worst case scenario you get what happened to me which is probably what i it's definitely what i deserved but it's something really uncomfortable to live through like that confrontation is scary so my point is i don't know what my point is but just be humble in this process yeah i'm really learning to like talk myself out (laughs) of uh, talking badly about people in my own life this is scary 
now i'm gonna be answering the question that you guys are all wondering and it's like why do you talk about like being fake as if it were a good thing and as if it's something satisfying we're gonna be talking ladies and gentlemen about the art of indulging and i gave this segment like a good amount of thought and i feel like it's important to listen to this carefully because it can make it can reveal like why we behave the ways we do that i mentioned like in the other parts of this episode why is talking badly about other people so goddamn pleasing okay like i don't understand so i tried to formulate like this hypothesis and i weren't really psychological in here so hear me out (laughs) i think that ultimately talking badly about other people behind their backs takes pressure off okay it shows us that nobody is perfect and it gives you a sense of power when you're the one doing the destroying and not being destroyed so i talked a little bit about this before but basically you know when you are saying everything you don't like about a person sharing like all the negative experiences you've had with them and when you're surrounded by a community that is supporting you in that and that agrees with you and that is sharing the same type of words it feels so empowering it's like ah yes and you feel seen because i feel like a lot of the time you know when we don't like something about somebody we keep it to ourselves and you bottle it up and that's exhausting so when you get these types of moments that you know everybody's doing the same thing it feels like a weight is taken off of you so you're probably thinking to yourself like that sounds natural why is it such a bad thing and i feel like the most healthy way to cope with these emotions as they're building up is to not keep to yourself what you don't like about other people but if you can try to respectfully tell it to them to their face okay i feel like that would be like a much better option (laughs) because you get that weight off and you're doing it with the rightful person you know obviously they are the number one entitled person to hear what you think about them like duh and i remember that a couple of years ago i heard some advice that really helped like my criteria when talking badly about somebody and it was if you wouldn't say it to their face then don't say it at all and it was really important because when i was like talking about somebody i would ask myself like would i be able to say this to their face yes or no and if i couldn't then i would just keep it to myself and if i could it's not only like recognizing that it's something that you would say to your face but asking yourself if you have said it at some point okay or if you can visualize in the near future like you doing it you know and i feel like this is important not only for like a mental piece but also knowing like worst case scenario somebody snitches and this person figures out what you said about you like if it's something that you had already told them to their face then i feel like it's more understandable because it's like oh yeah this person confronted me about this and like they're free to talk about it with other people you know like that's important so i feel like now and this is something really surprising because i hadn't planned what i'm saying right now but i'm kind of reaching like in my head like a global like consensus scheme you know like when you talk about people behind their back like what can be okay and what can be considered morally correct the example i just stated of would you say it to their face i feel like that is morally correct and if i acted that way it would like bring me like ethical peace also like i gotta acknowledge this we're a bunch of teenagers and i feel like it's impossible to escape talking badly about somebody okay it's everywhere you turn it is so common especially in the environment i'm in and i don't know if we'll necessarily like grow out of this but i do think it will pass you know i know adults and they sure do gossip but i think that they don't crave it 
or look for it as much as us teenagers do and i don't want to make it just like a girl thing i don't know what guys talk about when they get together but the stereotype the stereotype definitely is like it's a girl thing like girls like teenage girls will always gossip blah 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 and i don't know if it's just girls but my point is like i feel like as teenagers like i don't know why i feel like we we're just so concerned about like fitting in that whenever we see something around us that we don't like we kind of take that as an opportunity to like push them down so that we can get up higher and that's terrible it's nasty like why are we like this um but i feel like that's kind of the reason behind it and you know like it's through this episode that i'm realizing like how disgusting (laughs) and messed up this habit is because not gonna lie the way i had planned out this episode was like a really different approach to it not necessarily like a different approach but just like a different perspective towards it but now i'm just feeling like really guilty (laughs) but you know what i feel like this episode needs to be put up out there because every conversation i hear about fake people is always like steer clear of fake people you don't deserve that but we fail to recognize that we are fake people ourselves and sure we may have been hurt by fake people before but we are also the fake people that are hurting others like i'm sorry I can guarantee you that we have all been there in one point. So we need to stop painting ourselves as like the innocent victims, okay? <laughs> the last like element that I want to analyze of the art of indulging is that you genuinely feel like a true bond when you are collectively like running over somebody else. You feel like you're actually connecting with these people. Like you have something in common that will remain like a glue between your friendship forever and ever. Spoiler alert you're not actually connecting oh my god i hear like a buzzing (laughs) there goes one of my brain cells what i was saying is you're not genuinely connecting with these people you're not genuinely you know getting closer to somebody off of a meaningful experience transformative experience that's not what's happening you can connect with the person when you share um something from like your childhood or a like personal event like i don't know there are so many things that are more meaningful and that can allow you to connect with the person in a much more genuine way than your hatred for somebody else like please that's so shallow so not only are you sensing like a false connection in the moment but also like this person can like turn on you in the future you know so it's not like you you end up like they end up like in a negative place you know it's not like a zero it's like a minus one i don't know if that makes sense (laughs) But I feel like my point for this episode is really just to like raise awareness because I learned the hard way that you need to kind of like toughen up a little bit. Like my mom taught me that you need to be really careful with like who you trust and everything. So that's why I'm kind of making this episode in case you don't have like a mom or an older sister to tell you these types of things. Like I'm here to tell it to you. You got to be careful. (laughs) Obviously, talking badly about other people is a terrible thing and I am not trying to justify it but I do want to share that there are some like I want to understand like why it feels so good you know because I know that I get pleasure from it so why does that happen and that's kind of like what I wanted to analyze in this section you know like the social pressures and you know like the false sense of security and like the sense of power like all of that is really interesting to analyze 
All right, so let's wrap this episode up with a couple of main ideas. First of all, fake people are not your friends, except when they are. These people are really like unreliable, and sure you can interact with them on a regular basis, but you just need to be really careful and make sure that you don't open yourself up too much to them because they can then use that information against you. Next, what to do when you're found in these types of situations. Just be weary, keep your guard up, don't do anything that you'll regret later. And when you're talking badly about somebody, just try to be a passive member if you can't escape. Although it requires great bravery to say, you know, like stop doing that and it's an act to admire. I feel like we should strive to get to that point. I know very few people who can do that. One of them is my best friend Ines. It was actually Ines' birthday yesterday, so shout out to you bro you're amazing (laughs) and lastly remember humility even if you feel like super smug right now in the future people could be you know talking badly about you so this confidence won't last and you just need to remember that before you destroy another person without thinking about the consequences and lastly i know this can be a very tempting option and we need to understand why like why our human nature leads us to want to follow this sense of like talking badly about other people and i felt like it was important for me to try and understand that more and try to analyze like what were the underlying factors that were kind of guiding me to do this and try to like take care of those so that i'm no longer tempted Once again, I do not want to justify talking badly about other people, but I wanted to look for it, look at it from an honest, real human perspective. I didn't want to paint it as something that it wasn't, and I didn't want to act as if I was a person who had never talked badly about another person or a person who doesn't currently do that in her life because that would not be transparent of me. And I still felt like that was an interesting field to build the episode upon because I'm bringing a perspective that I feel like people can relate to and even if it's not something that I'm proud of I feel like it's something that needs to be addressed and we need to voice our problems in order to fix them so this episode could have been a complete failure or a huge hit I have no idea but I do know that it's something that I wanted to talk about and even if like whatever happens it needed to be talked about and if it leaves me looking like a terrible person well maybe i am no that sounds like way too harsh but like yeah i'm an imperfect person and today i showed that side of myself today that through other episodes i kind of tried to cover up but you know this is also like who i am and i want to give like an accurate depiction of that i don't know i'm looking way too deep into this (laughs) and i'm not here to indoctrinate i'm not here to tell you like what's right what's wrong how you should act i'm just like sharing like what i've learned and what my life has looked like This may have seemed like a bit of a contradictory episode because sometimes I talked in favor, sometimes I talked against, but there were many angles from which I wanted to look at this from. And there are many points I wanted to touch on which can sometimes feel like opposing, but overall, like, I'm glad I got to, like, every point I wanted to and I hope you don't hate me. Time for the weekly favorites. So this week, I bring to you a lip balm, some chocolate, and a movie. The lip balm is called... I'm going to read the name to you in Spanish because I don't think you can get it anywhere else. It's called Balsamo Labial Hidratante Mona con Aceite Almendras by Super Fantastic. And you can get it at Farmatodo. Farmatodo recently opened a couple of stores here in Medellin. Farmatodo is like a pharmacy that has everything (laughs) um but yeah my mom got this for me the other day and i 
can't lie i am a full karmics girl i love karmics i wear my karmics all the time and i am the local trafficker no i'm just kidding but i do sell them here um <laughs> so i cannot forget the loyalty to this brand but my mom just gave me this and it is tinted which i really like and it does feel really moisturizing and it obviously has like the almond oil so it's a really nice product a really nice lip balm it's nice and wide so you can like so it can cover like your entire lip i guess is what i'm trying to say and overall it's a really nice lip balm so i would recommend it it's not the kind that moisturizes for a while and then like leaves you chapped not at all so yeah i really like it i feel like it's amazing even though nobody will see the tint of your lips underneath your face mask <laughs> it's nice for you to know that they have a small little tint the chocolate is the casino the casino the brand extra dark chocolate um in quarantine my mom and i got obsessed with eating dark chocolate and we would have like 10 bars like you know like the rectangles at a time like in the house and we would just like go through them and we kind of fell out of that but the other day my mom brought home and it was such a pleasant surprise i have been going through that it's just so awesome to have like you know you can have like a little square for dessert it's so amazing chocolate is so good dark chocolate ooh, dark chocolate is spectacular so i just love having that in the house and lastly the movie oh my goodness you guys i'm so tired but i do want to talk properly about this movie and like give it the justice it deserves a simple favor okay starring blake lively and anna kendrick and it is directed by paul fig i believe that's how you pronounce it um i saw this trailer on instagram and I knew that it had been released a while ago, but it just recently got released on Netflix here in Colombia. So you know that I was going to run and watch that. I literally like watched it one night before bed with my mom and we stayed up late watching that. But it was so good. I don't know if it's just like I'm not too used to like this genre of film that the plot seemed like so well written to me. Because, like, I mean, it got an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes, which I guess is pretty good. But um, it felt pristine to me. I felt like Blake Lively was made for that role. And if you've seen Gossip Girl, you, it's like a grown-up Serena, <laughs> basically. And I hate that character. But I feel like Blake Lively interpreted in this movie, like, the character like super well like it couldn't like i feel like she was perfect for the role and i feel like the way they cast the other character and just the way her role was written from the beginning was really clever because it sets up the perfect scene for you to like have this plot twist which was really exciting and the movie was like funny in moments um but overall like at one point it got so ridiculous that it was just funny um but overall it was like really suspenseful and i didn't sense like any plot holes it had me on the edge of the seat the whole time i wasn't checking my phone or anything which is an excellent indicator that a movie was good and to just give you a simple description it's basically like about this really innocent mom that becomes friends with this really mysterious mom and you can kind of tell that the mysterious mom kind of like abuses of the other mom in terms of like asking for favors and everything and one day she asks the kind mom to pick up her kid from school and then she completely disappears and that's where i'm gonna leave it at <laughs> so it's really intriguing and it is like kind of messed up but it is so good and it's like a really good hook movie so yeah i recommend checking it out it was so good and let me know your thoughts if you do watch it because i need to know if i'm not just the only insane person who is obsessed with this so yeah that concludes my favorites for this week thank you so much for listening
Well, that's about it for this episode. I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at TheST Podcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here, so if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, thestypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week and a wonderful existence.